financial freedom. We hear it on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, but what exactly is it? And does the definition change for Catholics? Find out in this episode of The Catholic Money Show. Financial freedom. Who doesn't want some of that? You know, we hear about it all over social media. It seems like the buzzword of modern day times, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, just think of it. You, even if you've never heard that before, but you probably have. You've heard it. Even if you haven't, though, once you hear it, you think, yeah, I want some of that dish it up. But what if is you it? Really, if, if what you, is it exactly? What is it? <laughs> I think I want that. It sounds good. I mean, wow. Be totally free with my finances? Is that what it means? Sounds great. Well, let's go through because, <laughs> but you know, what is it? we've yeah. been in this world, you know, of the financial realm, if you will, mm-hmm. for officially almost seven years. But our own journey is more like 12 years deep. Mm-hmm. And this has been a topic that's been on the rise basically over the last decade. and. When I hear the word financial freedom in different circles, it means different things. Mm. And so this is a fair conversation that we're going to have today on the Catholic Money Show. And it's fair that we step back and say, okay, are any of these definitions actually right? Mm. Are there grains of truth baked in them? But there are there also lies and deceptions at their core. So what are... okay? All right. Come on down. Sign up for this. It's only $9.97 and financial freedom will be yours. When you hear something like that, what might somebody be alluding to when they say financial freedom? Teach me how to make money on the internet in my pajamas (laughs) working 20 minutes a week. Okay. That's what that is. (laughs) I know that pitch. Almost fell for it twice. (laughs) Yes. I think there are about (laughs) 1 million internet scammers out there pulling that one, <laughs> selling that to other wannabe business owners, mm-hmm. but they don't really sell them anything I've good. I've always thought on those, <laughs> if this system is so foolproof, so perfect, so easy, why are you spending all this time trying to sell it to other people when you could just be doing it more? Why don't you just retire just and enjoy the rest of your life? Why are you still running this business? <laughs> Why buy the commercial? Just do the thing that gives you a gajillion dollars. So there, anyway. those people are promoting financial freedom. The, the translation there is make a lot of money. Lots of money. Okay, Make a lot of money. Yes. There's always little subtle definitions, but that one is straight up just, I'll teach you how to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So then you can buy whatever you want. Right. That's usually kind of the, at the, on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't always tell you that. But that's kind of the yeah. But they're, they're driving shooting the, the commercial in front of their beach mansion. Yeah, on the hood of a Lambo or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're definitely selling as they have a Birkin bag in their in their on their arm. You know, that's what they're trying to sell. Yes. Okay. So make a lot of money so you can get whatever you want. Usually high price things. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. The other definition I oftentimes see, and this is more in our FinCon community, I would say. Like financial nerds, mm-hmm. the, the <laughs> for lack of a better term. finance people world. <laughs> people who actually do know what they're doing. Sure. This is a more calculated mm. math analysis sure, version sure. of financial freedom. And if you're looking at this 
really, really um, factually, this definition is pretty dang good. Having enough assets that earn slash pay you enough income to cover your needs and maybe a few wants. Mm-hmm. So this, this, yeah, this go is ahead. one that you would run into in the so-called FIRE movement, financial independence, retire early, mm-hmm. FIRE. And you calculate all this out. Yeah. If it's really down to just the numbers. Is equal to or greater than the outgo, uh, the bills, then. Burn rate is what the term is Ooh, oftentimes yeah, referred burn. to. My burn rate. <clears throat> uh, then, <laughs> then you're there. Bingo. Right. So you could do that in a myriad of ways. You could sure. get different. If your burn rate's going to be a lot lower if you're eating tuna salad sandwiches and living in a little apartment in the middle of nowhere. And don't have children yes yeah it's going to be very different but i'm talking about the income the assets that you could go ahead and grab some people are going to grab real estate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. some people are going to go all in on stocks some people are going to build a online business or a different kind of business some people are just going to max out their 401k at their engineering job that has a great match it's going to look different but the goal of that type of financial freedom is that essentially you have enough ready to go so that if you lost your job today or you choose not to work anymore, you have enough where you could live for the rest of your life without having to, to work because what you've got could cover the needs that you have in this moment mm-hmm. and what you anticipate for the rest of your life. Okay. Another financial freedom that I hear tossed out a lot is kind of the, the, equa- the equation is more become your own boss, mm. earn money on your terms. It's not so much earn a ton of money. It's just earn money on your own terms. Mm. You'll see this a lot in multi-level marketing. Multi-level marketing, the, mm-hmm. the slogan and is, has been this angle. It's, it's a little bit of time freedom baked in with, quote unquote, financial freedom of just being able to earn money on your own terms in the cracks and crevices of your life, blah, 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 blah. We all know the pitch. Mm. That's financial freedom. Somebody else not telling you what to do. It's all your own independent decisions. Yes. And while not as blatant as maybe some of the guys in the middle of the night infomercials or YouTube ads or something about on the you're going to make a lot, <laughs> it's in there for sure. It's, yeah. Be your own boss, work on your terms. Don't work a lot, but make a lot of money mm-hmm. is usually what's being implied without actually maybe spelling it out every time. Right. Maybe sometimes it is spelled out. And don't mishear us. We've done other episodes where you don't, you don't necessarily have to work a lot to make a lot. We, we don't want to create any false relationships here. There can mm-hmm. be, there's a lot of different things and that ways you could earn an, a living, a lot of different vocations you're going to be called to. And we're going to, we're going to get into some of that. Yes. But in these ones, they oftentimes. <sighs> Make it sound like you can earn a six figure income with an hour a week of work. And the problem under it is that they see work as a problem. Mm. It's that there's a hatred and a loathing towards it when God's actually ordained us to work. Mm-hmm. There's actually a good in it. Um, and that other people that haven't figured this out are stupid. Schmucks. I hate that so, mm-hmm. so, so much. Mm-hmm. Whenever there's an undertone of, 
like we're in the secret few who understand this equation and everybody else is just a dope, I, I am immediately out. Mm. Uh, but you, you will find that type of person and marketing in, in around the word of financial freedom. Sure, sure. Yes. Yes, and that is absolutely not going to jive with our Catholic faith or our worldview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yep. But again, can Cath- does that mean Catholics can't have financial freedom? No. They can have financial freedom. Whatever the answer to your question is, that means we can. Well, it looks like yes. we just we put up all these definitions yes, well, of it of and the, we punched them we all down. Have, sure, we can have financial freedom, but these aren't these aren't financial freedom. Ah, these aren't the real definition. This isn't this isn't real. There, Those aren't. There's it. some truth in these. In each of them, there's a little grain. Sure. But there's something more. There's something more to actual financial freedom, and these don't capture it. Mm-hmm. So let's dive into that conversation. To, to understand financial freedom from a Catholic worldview, we first must understand freedom. And then it's easy to apply that to our money. Sure. Freedom. That's a word that our modern day does not understand. Yes. There's a whole redefinition on that one as well of do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, whenever you want, whatever you want. St. John Paul II said, every generation of Americans needs to know that freedom consists not in doing what we like, but in having the right to do what we ought. Sorry if that was a little... So, if you blew out anybody's <laughs> ears right there. But I mean, it's something maybe we've heard Wait, before. say it again. Say it again. But if you have, and maybe if you, even if you have, hear it one more time. Um, freedom consists not in doing what we like, but in having the right to do what we ought. Mm. That's real freedom. It's just, that's so rich. Mm -hmm. And the catechism bounces off this. And in paragraph 1731, it says, freedom is the power rooted in reason and will to act or not to act, to do this or that, and so to perform deliberate actions on one's own responsibility. So when we see the definition of freedom in light of our Catholic faith, we see things like to do what we ought. It sounds like virtue. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there's, there's responsibility. Absolutely. There's discernment. There's reason. There's the will. Mm-hmm. These are all things that are on the same table as we're having the conversation about freedom. And Really, in our culture, I would say none of those things are on the table. No. <laughs> Let's really think about this from a, from a reasonable standpoint. It's, Says nobody when they're expressing their I mean, freedom. You think of the kind of the, the, the cultural, maybe caricature of financial freedom, right? You're running around Vegas, throwing money everywhere, doing whatever, right? Um, no one, you don't think that person is going to, someone would come up and go, just a second. Let's be reasonable here. Yeah. That doesn't fit in. Let's think about what we ought to do in this situation. You would think that's, the, that's <laughs> in that in whatever movie this is. That's the nerd with the glasses who's going to get like pushed in the in the fountain and then you never see him again. <laughs> right. But he's that the is wet, exactly, he's a wet blanket. Yes. 
But that is exactly how financial or really any freedom is found mm-hmm. to, and to mush these two things together, right? You are using your hopefully well-formed will, which is right and informed by reason to deliberately choose to do or not do something because it's what you should do. Mm-hmm. That's freedom. Let's go ahead and transition this then to talking about financial freedom from a Catholic perspective, from a Catholic worldview. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could even go back and put a financial spin on some of those quotes we just went through. Of course. You know, and I think it would probably be a little bit of a gut punch, a little bit of an examination of conscience. You know, JP2, right there with you as you're thinking about going into Costco Reminding you that the the freedom here is not just filling your cart with whatever you want and doing what you want, but it's actually doing what you ought. (laughs) And so that makes, gives a little bit of accountability of, okay, great. All right. I could get some stuff, but I, I'm accountable to my family. Mm. I'm accountable to some of those expenses I have coming up. Um, So I'm, I'm going to turn around and put that 80 inch television back. Yeah. You are free (laughs) to put the television back. So you may do what you ought or, you know, the other quote, um, approaching our finances rooted in reason and will and making deliberate actions Mm. or not about our money. Think about based on our responsibility. So many people don't do that. If I, that there is, oof, Talk about an examination of conscience. <laughs> Just open up your bank app or look at the statement, whatever it is. Look at those transactions. Highlight the ones that were deliberate. Rock solid, My, thought about, rooted how, in How yellow in is will. that paper going to be? <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, that, that's, that that's is a good, good one. That's good. Ooh, how deliberate w- were these choices that we in made? In light of your responsibilities, too. You know, Oof, don't forget that in there harder. as well. So, all right. So let's continue on in this conversation mm-hmm. about financial so, freedom. We put before you, we propose then that financial freedom is the right to do what we ought with money. Money to support our unique vocations in the world. Mm-hmm. And it may involve elements of what we talked about above. Absolutely. It might. It might involve starting a business. It might involve working according to, you know, your own terms, if you will, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. It may involve deciding that you are going to obtain assets that are going to cover the income you need for whatever vocation God has called you to. Or the unique life he's asking you in your marriage or your family to, to follow in. Mm. Those are all elements, but it starts with our vocation and that we have a right to do what we ought with money to support those things in this world. That the thing God is calling you to do, the life he is asking you to live, that you can say yes to that. And the bills that go along with it. Exactly. That's financial freedom. Absolutely. When you are giving that, that fiat, that yes, in an unhindered way, and money is not yanking at, the, at your ankle, holding you back from that free yes. I'm not saying you'll never have a financial stressor in your life. Mm-hmm. That, that's, not, that's not true. You, you'd be a, a 
the richest person on earth and you're going to have a financial stressor. I guarantee you because it comes with massive responsibility. Mm -hmm. Uh, But no financial freedom from a Catholic lens means that you are not hindered in your call to love in this world through your vocation because of money in any way. Mm. And your mission is not dampened or stifled because of money preventing it from really becoming what it ought to be. I think it would be easy to hear those things that we just said and think, so I A, figure out the mission, the life I'm called to, etc. Then I just need to be making at least that. And heck, maybe even more money's better. I just need to be able to cover those bills. But in the same way, or I guess it's in a different way, but to the same degree that less money, not having enough to be able to say yes to these things God's asking us to do, too much might also get in the way. It's true. It's true. People don't want to talk about that, but it is true. It might pull you away. You might get distracted. You're going to have more opportunities to say yes to this or that other thing, mm-hmm. right? You can then then distract you from what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. So it's not just a fancy or a, a spiritual way to say, we'll just have enough money. Right. And that's don't, not it. yeah, financial freedom for you and your new, unique situation. We can't tell you what that's going to be. And don't be tempted to think it means less money mm. or more money. It's going to be whatever is going to be support those things that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in the financial financial world, people just want to throw down hard numbers and people just want to get on a conveyor belt and follow a predictable formula. But as Catholics, I can't do that for you because that takes the onus off you to discern mm-hmm. and to actually talk to God about this, about your money specifically. So what are some, like the vocations that we have in our church, right? Sure. There's, there's marriage. Married there's life. Priesthood, religious life, consecrated, consecrated single, single, yeah, yeah, and these are all. Would you not imagine that the financial realm of each of these is going to look radically different from the other? And even within <laughs> each uh, category, or sure. whatever you'd want to call it, within each vocation or whatever, there's also a range. huge range and spectrum of what it would look like. Yeah, yes, they're all different, and within them. Each of their constituent members are different from one another as well. Yep, exactly. So what really is, are the, what are the things that you need to take into discernment? Sure. Well, if you think about it, uh, so we're gonna, you got to think about your vocation and your state in life, the responsibilities that you have. So marriage, you are responsible for at least one other person, mm-hmm. your spouse. Yes. Many times there's going to be kids in there. As well. Yep. And as time goes on, maybe parents you've got to be responsible for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All sorts of people um, could rely on you. So there's some things to consider there. Taking care of those needs. Mm -hmm. Um, As a priest, you've, and and being married, it is likely you, in, in relation to, say, a priest or certainly a professed religious, you're probably going to be making more money. Mm-hmm. and managing more money, having a greater responsibility to do that well. Mm-hmm. Um, so then priesthood, yeah, well, you've got to, you've 
you have a certain income, you've got to make sure that covers the expenses you have. You can't just go out and get another job, (laughs) you know, on the weekend. You're busy. Um, So you've got to do that well. There's maybe a little bit higher standard, perhaps, to not cause scandal through financial uh, mismanagement. We just went through that. Mm-hmm. In the Vatican. Some bumps. <laughs> uh, and then religious life. There is obviously a, a vow of poverty involved here. Somebody at the convent's got to pay the bills. Yeah, somebody's dealing with money in some capacity. And even, you know, you're, you're going out. I mean, maybe if you're cloistered or something, you don't have to, you don't do worry about it too much. But um, if you'd like, if you're not the person paying the bills. But, you know, we see a lot of, Orders, you know, who are out about in the world, the um, active orders. There's times they need to buy things. Yes. You know, they need to put gas in the car. They need, you need to be trustworthy with money. Mm-hmm. You need to understand if it's not money, there's still things. There's still things you are entrusted with mm-hmm. and being a good steward of, of those resources as well. So you need to think about your vocation. What am I asked to do right now? What is that main job put before me? And then the state in your life, like kind of what we were going into in all of these, are there kids? How old are they? What are their needs? What's coming up uh, for your family? Do you need to, what do you, do you need to think about the aging community, your your aging community Mm -hmm. here in the order and what you need to do in order to be able to provide for them later, et cetera. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or also has a specific mission been entrusted Mm. to you? Um, I don't want that to go underlooked. So many times um, I I run into people that they have dreams or desires or hopes entrusted to them, but they just automatically think that it's a no go because, you know, the finances just just aren't there. Um, And is is the word a false dichotomy? Is that the right word? Absolutely. I can either do this or that Mm -hmm. I can, you know, put food on the table for my family or start that ministry to help children who need their food on their table. Yeah. That our Lord clearly told me to start in prayer. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I want both hand and we're a church of both hand. Yeah. So let's do both. (laughs) I mean, if the Lord is asking, he's really putting it on your heart, really beating down your door. He's poking you on the shoulder, whatever it is. To do something for him, you should probably listen. Mm-hmm. And you want to be in a spot, right? Maybe there's a financial implica- implication there. Well, if we're taking all of this in, in, in mind, our vocation, our state in life, our responsibilities, the call on us, and then with all of that in consideration, through an act of the will, choose to do or not do things with our money. That should be in line with that to say that we are spending as we ought. Mm-hmm. That's financial freedom. That's freedom, baby. It is. It reminds me also of an episode that we've done and we can link to it in the show notes about maximum fruitfulness mm. and how our money should always be supporting maximum fruitfulness. And again, it is the false dichotomy of in order to be a faithful Catholic, that means I'm poor. I mean, maybe if God's calling you to that. Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just default there because you didn't know what to do. Uh, that's not good stewardship. 
Now, some people may be called to live more simply than others, and we just talked about religious who actually take a vow of poverty. Mm -hmm. So certainly, under the umbrella in our church, that's going to exist. But for a lot of people, they just kind of end there because they didn't do any discernment. They didn't make any deliberate acts of the will. They didn't consider their financial needs, obligations, or what really was needed for the, the maximum fruitfulness for their family. They didn't discern or do any of it. And so they just defaulted into a place of stress and worry around mm. money. And that's just not God's will for you. Yeah. It's harder to, it's, it's easier just to think, well, we'll just, you know, make do with less than to actually stop and think about how much is enough. Yeah. And or just to think, well, just this more. I just should get some, get some more. To get some get more. To. There is enough. And the line for enough is different every person for every family and will shift over time and enough does not mean needs it includes wants mm. and the things that help your family thrive and again we talk about that in the just you know maximum fruitfulness episode but okay what do you need to do these things to to look at your vocation to look at your state in life and your responsibilities and apply that with your financial situation, John, what are the things that people can actually practically do now that we've stirred this up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you got to do what you ought with your money. In order to do that, you need to know what to do. So you need to discern all this, all the things we just talked about. You need to know how to handle your money, how to use it well. You need to build those skills up. Right, Money is a tool. It's a morally weighty tool, but it is a tool that we are asked to use. And just like in the parable of the talents, our Lord has given us certain resources and gifts and talents and insights and things, but he's given us the money and we need to use it well. Some of us he's given more, some he's given less, according to our abilities, as it says. And he's going to ask what we've done with it. Mm -hmm. And we need to know what to do with it. We need to know what he wants us to do with it and then know how to carry that out. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes people just, they don't know what to do. They might have heard a couple of things. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, well, I should probably get debt free. I should, and then there's no plan after. Save it, not buy anything. <laughs> mm. They have vague meanderings of things they've heard. We have mapped this out. Mm-hmm. It's called our Wallet Win Method, and we teach this inside our Catholic Money Academy. It is the four financial phases and the 12 money milestones, and it's that solid foundation for handling money with virtue from the beginning, from the newest, earliest beginner stages all the way through advanced legacy, legacy leaving stages. We walk you through the whole thing. You don't mm -hmm. have to figure it out. We already did it for you. Yeah. <laughs> We know, and Lent is upon us, so we've got our 40 Days to Financial Freedom. It is a, I don't know, maybe a playlist of sorts hmm. of podcast episodes and lessons and exercises from the Catholic Money course that we've put together for our Catholic Money Academy members uh, to go through to, in 40 days, move into much greater financial freedom to understand what you ought to do with your money to be doing more certainly more than you might be now 
doing what you ought with your money. Mm-hmm. And that's the journey we want to invite you on over the next 40 days or so. So you can do that. It's a great Lent thing. If you're still looking for something for Lent, if not, that's fine. You can pick your 40 whenever you'd like. But right now is a pretty good 40. Pretty good 40. So we've got that. It is available for free to all our Catholic Money Academy members. So it takes you right through. You can either go online, click. It'll take you right to the the episode to listen to, right to the lesson to watch, right to the worksheet to fill out, whatever it is that day. It'll take you right there. Or you can print. If you like printed stuff, you can print it out. There's a QR code that'll, again, take you right to the thing of the day. So that is available for our Catholic Money Academy members. If you're not one, what are you waiting for? Join us. Get in on this and find some financial freedom in the next 40 days. You can do that at waltwin.com slash academy. Join us inside. Until next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.